So do anything, any, any game related to World War II where you're killing Nazis and then you throw in aliens and monsters into the mix or the occult? I'm in. Let's do this. <laughs> This episode 2 is we talk about Marvel keeps Kevin Feige busy, Christmas has another red suit, and where the heck have we been? I'm Al Flores, and I'm Anton Gold. Uh, hey, I thought, oh, listen, the Steelers game is a nail-biter, so why the hell are you guys watching us? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Anton, so uh, how's, your been, how's your October month been? Man, it's so crazy. Uh, I, I don't even know where to start. So many things happened. I mean, I got married. Um, we just couldn't do anything for like a couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, we've been busy, 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 and extra busy. I was talking about BlizzCon. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I am sad, Joe, that I'm missing the Steelers game. I kind of don't want to watch because I have uh, uh, Big Ben and uh, Brown in one of my leagues, and I don't want to jinx myself. All right. <laughs> so tell me about uh, BlizzCon. Well, hold on. So for my week, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, I started the month, at, or not my week, for my month, I started out the month sick. Yes. Then I had about two or three days of feeling healthy, and then I injured myself. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's, let's start with that. How did you injure yourself, and then we'll lead up to my, the, the, the day of my wedding? Well, that was the day of your wedding. <laughs> oh, really? You injured yourself before? Yeah, the photo. So, okay, and, and this is, I, I hate talking about this. Yes, Joe, exactly. I hate talking about this because gross, but my brother's like, it's no big deal. So I had an ingrown toenail. <laughs> uh-huh. um, it was just annoying. Nothing like, you know, it was just felt bruised. Nothing, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but then during the photos, we decided to do the classic, everybody jump up in the air. <laughs> Hey, you jumped pretty high from looking at the photo. You it's know what? Pretty damn high. No, the first one I was like, okay, that hurt, but I, it's fine. It wasn't as bad as I could, as, as I thought. Uh, the second jump, that's when it happened. <laughs> that's when I felt oh, something man. like, oh, now I feel stabbing pain. This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then the photographer insisted we do it three more times. So I, I like a trooper, I sucked it up, and I was like, uh, okay, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, so uh, other than that, um, you're fine though, right? Yeah, I'm Nothing fine now. Crazy. I'm, uh, yeah, um, I want to hit the gym again on on Monday, so that, okay. that's one thing I've been lagging on. Yeah. Um, but the fun part was after I had my toe fixed, we went straight to uh, uh, L.A. Comic Con. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I told the doctor right. I'm like, he's like, yeah, you know, you're gonna just stay off the foot a little bit. Um, and it's gonna take a couple couple weeks to recover, but you should be fine. Like when a week or two, I'm like, full disclosure, <laughs> <laughs> I have tickets to L.A. Comic Con tomorrow. Will I be fine? He goes, I'm not supposed to tell you this. As long as you stay off your foot for today, for at least 24 hours, <laughs> you should be fine. Oh uh, you, might take, you might want to take you might want to take medicine with you uh, in case you get discomfort. But as long as you stay like, open toes and you keep your medicine, you should be fine. I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So before uh, but, LA Comic Con, uh, let's talk a little bit about my wedding day and uh, just not to go over it too much. Because, I mean, we have a lot of stuff to cover in this episode. But uh, what did you think overall? Like, Dude, you guys you guys did an amazing job. Um, usually, it's the bride that does does all the design stuff. I'm assuming mm-hmm. that you took the, the lead on the design and she kind of approved it or gave her input? Yeah, it, w- it was a mixture of both, actually. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I did 
most of the stuff that needed to be designed, like the logo, uh, the buttons yeah. that were given out that day, um, the menu, um, the whole visual for like video and stuff like that. Yeah, main, mainly all that. Um, yeah, no, I saw, I remember like back in I think August, July, I saw your sketches for the the, the initials. Something mm-hmm. like that. So I'm like, okay. Um, no, you guys did a great job. I, I, I mean, way more than I would want to pay. Yeah. But then again, <laughs> I'm kind of a cheap ass. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was really surprised. Ha- I mean, uh, I, I mean, I didn't expect the venue in the morning to cost so much. And for those who are listening, we, we did our ceremony at the Avenue of the Arts in the South Coast. Um, and Costa Mesa. Boulevard. Yeah, on Anton Boulevard. <laughs> Surprisingly, uh, a lot of people were like, oh, hey, it's Anton Boulevard. Is that where you got married? Oh, sorry. How much did he pay for this damn wedding? He named the street after himself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, not much. Um, well, mm. at least I hope it wasn't much. But yeah, I, I was really surprised on how much this venue cost. I mean, it didn't really cost like a whole fortune where you could, you know, blow your whole entire wallet. But uh, I... I Got a harpist. I don't know if you heard a whole lot of the harpist. I, I you know what? There, I, I'm not gonna lie. While we were waiting for the ceremony to start, I was trying to like name every single song she was playing. I'm like, damn, she's sing- like she's playing the hits. Yeah, she's she's really good. Uh, I went through her whole her whole entire list, and I picked out every single song that was on there. And uh, uh, I, I think she let us do three custom songs. So one of the custom songs was uh, Sync." This I Promise You. Mm-hmm. That was uh, during the grooms and all the party uh, going up to the, the altar. And also, I think it was uh, uh, Canon ND uh, leading up. And then for Julie, she did uh, Can't Stop Falling in Love With You, which is kind of like a cliche right now because everybody who watched Crazy Rich Asians, it's already in there. But... The thing was that we see, already chose the song before that movie came out. See, before that movie, or like, I, didn't, I haven't seen that movie. So the image that came to mind when I heard that one was uh, uh, Abateens. <laughs> then they did, then they, they, wasn't there a music video for that song? Like, uh, uh, for the, Stitch? Like them, yeah, but wasn't them playing with puppies? I, I think so. <laughs> yeah. So I remember like Disney Disney Channel would play it over and over again back in the day. So I'm like, that's the image that, got, that came to mind. I'm like, Man, this stuck around Anton's head for a while. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, originally, the, the song that we wanted for her to walk down the path was uh, a song from Final Fantasy called Eyes oh. on Me. Yeah, I, I don't what? know if you heard of that one. but No, but just the, just the fact that it was a song from Final Fantasy. <laughs> oh, she did play uh, another song called Xanarkin, and that's also a Final Fantasy song, and it sounded beautiful. Uh, I, I don't think you would know it if you listen to it maybe you recognize it but uh it, dude it's so amazing when she played it no and i think they did play a cold play song too yes she did yep. yeah yeah and uh, then for uh, the very end um after you know the whole um ring and kissing thing was clean bandit she played clean bandit um i rather mm-hmm. yeah so that that's the song that we uh walked the aisle for and uh, Alex just joined us in the chat. He was also at the wedding. Hey, Alex. Yeah. Yeah, he was at the wedding. Surprisingly, uh, I was really happy that he uh, he made it. And yeah, I, I haven't seen him since Beer Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't make it to the, 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 the actual uh, reception. But uh, overall, what what did you think about the reception? Because, I mean, you came in pretty much He was much at the reception, wasn't he? 
No, he wasn't. He he only no. made it for the the morning. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that is a blur for me then. Uh, sorry, what was your question? Oh, what did you think about the reception? Because you um, you went in there pretty much blindfolded. You didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Joe had to bring up the me dropping the ring. Um, <laughs> uh, but the reception was great, dude. Um, aside from me doing all the the okay, hold on. to on my way to the reception. I had to stop by your house to pick up uh, the beer. You can't have a wedding without beer. Yeah. Anybody in the chat will tell you that. <laughs> um, so I guess your uncle donated, uh, what, like 18 cases? Uh, about eight cases of 24. Okay. So, yeah, which he actually bought the uh, 12 packs, or it has it come in 12, 12 pack boxes, so 16 cases. Yeah. Um, he had them all in front of your garage. I backed up. And then I knocked on the door, and your uncle just said, oh, yeah, it's right there. I thought, like, uh, I think your dad was going to come out to help me or whatever. So I just started loading everything up. Nothing. So I just loaded it up by myself. And as soon as I put the last box in my trunk, your dad comes out. Okay, let's load them. Oh, it's done. Okay. Well, we'll see you at the reception. I'm like, well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> That's my dad. <laughs> so I'm like, I didn't care. I, I mean, they're, they're not heavy anyway, so just kind of like going back. Like, I, I was already backed up in your drive anyway, so I was just quickly putting it on. Yeah, it's um, crazy, dude. Like how everything that happened at my wedding, we can't really talk about because it's so insane and crazy. And there's so many like little stories here and there, and I don't even know that we're allowed to talk about on this episode. If you know what I mean. Hold on, hold on. It's Joe. Hold, Joe, Joe, are you still in the chat? <laughs> <laughs> he probably is but, you know, if he I, is do i have permission to talk about the power ring <laughs> <laughs> um yeah okay but the reception itself though it was great though it was like a high school reunion all over again um i got to okay he said yes we can talk about it um i got to see your sister again which i haven't seen in i haven't seen her like what at least 10 years <laughs> oh yeah it's been way over yeah, I always joke joke my brother. My brother's like, doesn't Anton have a sister? I'm like, she's like that character in sitcoms where like if the audience doesn't really like uh, 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 um, attach themselves to, they kind of just slowly write her off and like nobody ever mentions them again. <laughs> and then all of a sudden they creep that character back in. Yeah, exactly. For, for the final, for the season finale, they'll pop back up, which season finale, big wedding. There you go. Uh, <laughs> All right, um, so we got Joe's permission to talk about the power ring. Uh, I know you might have family members listening to this. Are you? Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> uh, I I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, I I think we could save it until later if we want okay. to. Okay. Okay. Too bad you're not drinking right now. Yeah. All right. We'll try to save it for later then. <laughs> yeah. So all right. overall, uh, what do you think about the 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 reception when you came in and saw everything? Dude, it was lit perfectly. It, it, even the I thought the lights would have been like custom, um, custom configured to the colors that you selected for the wedding itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you were telling me it's just like a, a preset color. Oh no no! You... Uh, like everything was pretty much um, uh, empty canvas at the place, so we're able to custom every single thing that was there. Um, yeah, the the light does have a preset of different colors. I think there was like a variety of like twelve different colors. And that was the cl- color that was closest to what we were going for. Yeah, no, I'm saying I, yeah. I would have thought it was like it matched perfectly, but yeah, just the fact that you guys lucked into it, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, great. And your, uh, I guess your your sister in law, uh, she mm-hmm. did a great job with the uh, snack table. 
Oh, snack well, table, the, yeah. The green tea, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that did not la- that did not last long. No, <laughs> dude. Surprisingly, like I've been to a lot of weddings, and usually that table nobody even touches it. But because I think it was green tea, uh, um, desserts, people would be like, "Oh, wow, you know, green tea." They, it they was a good thing. They could they could have easily just been like they could have just like kept it simple and just gotten snacks in general. But the fact yeah. that they got the green tea theme going with a big variety was good. Yeah. Uh, Joe Joe brings up a good good thing. I totally forgot. Um, maybe because we were already drinking at the time, but the wedding singers, holy crap, next level. <laughs> oh really. He hooked us with Bruno Mars. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did he do a good job with Bruno Mars? Yeah, it, it's funny because uh, I was like, man, look at that. Is this Bruno? You can't tell. <laughs> and Joe's like, he's not that. Okay, I kind of hear it. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, that, that's good. That's good. It, it kind of reminds yeah. me of uh, uh, that one time when I was watching uh, The Wedding Singer with Adam Sandler. Oh, my God. I haven't seen him movie in forever. Yeah. Yeah, so I uh, guess the band was good. Uh, decoration was good. The snack table was good. Oh, by the way, my my dad wants me to invite him to more of my Vietnamese friends' weddings. <laughs> he loves he loves Asian food, and the fact that this is like multiple courses and like a variety of food, mm-hmm. he was in heaven. He he was loving the, all the food there. Yeah, even when we were walking by the table, I mean, I would see him just lick his fingers after eating the lobster so i'm like oh okay oh yeah <laughs> it's funny because i told them like i warned them at the first course um just eat a little bit uh because they have there's more courses oh you yeah, don't I, i'm fine i'm fine uh by the sixth course my dad was already like oh i'm full i'm like i told you to pace yourself there's still three more courses he goes there's still three more <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, overall, yeah. I, I thought I was going to drink a lot that night, but uh, surprisingly, everybody helped me a little bit the, to get there. By the way, sir, bra- bravo on the re- on the recovery from your fall. That was great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yep, I fell during the time when I was opening up the champagne. And uh, yeah, I, I did a little skid before, um, before I got back to where I, I was supposed to be. So I fell, I got up. With a little swing, and then I did a little slide, and then I put my both my hands up, going yeah. And then you know, you yeah, know, you know what it reminded me of uh, when baseball players when they slide into a base, uh-huh. uh, and then like as soon as they hit the base, they stand, they pop back up like yeah. that. Yeah, it was just one. Yep. It was one fluid motion. <laughs> <laughs> it was all baseball there. Yeah. There you go. All right, Anton. Uh, anything so, else that we did over the? <laughs> uh, just to wrap it up, I guess. Uh, good time. You had a good time. Yeah, dude, it was great. Okay. All the all the hype. It was. Uh, I'm sad that we didn't get to see your magic show. Yeah. Uh, but like I told Josias and I told you when you came over um, the day after that, or two days after. Uh, I I promise. Uh, even if I had to fly you out next movie draft, you're doing a live show for uh for oh, the yeah. rest of us. Oh yeah. The draft. I'm totally doing that. <laughs> yeah. No more no more Skype no more skyping for the draft. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So all right. other than that, let's get into the show, dude. Uh, that was a show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. All right. Uh, so the other thing that happened besides LA Comic Con, your wedding, me apparently having the worst luck in October. Oh. Uh, BlizzCon. <laughs> BlizzCon. Um. So we're not going to talk about your Comic Con. So I went to. Okay. Fine. <laughs> fine. If you want to go in chronological order, have some logic to it. Fine. Let's do okay. this. All right. <laughs> 
Uh, so I did go to BlizzCon, I mean, LA Comic Con, <laughs> with uh, Joe, my brother, uh, both of them hosting Deep Dives and Rabbit Holes, Joe from the Comic Syndicate, and my friend Juliet, she came with us. She's trying to kind of progress her way up to like a San Diego Comic Con level. Yeah. So, so she, this, you're, you're converting her to the geek culture. She's already there. She, okay. She's already in the geek culture, and, and Joe can back me up on this one. She's a total geek, She's but she's like a, a territorial geek. Oh, kind of like, uh, I'm in my zone, and I'm keeping it to myself, but if you want to talk about it, I'll talk about it. No, no, person. no. She She's, uh, I'll put this way. She is, she makes fun of other geeks for being geeks. When but she's somebody, a geek herself. <laughs> when she's a geek herself, but as soon as somebody talks about something she's geeky about, she will cut you. Oh, Okay, she's one of those people. And and also, if uh, if she likes something, or so she discovered, like, K-pop. I, I think I mentioned before, like, if she's into K-pop, if something, like, mainstream happens with K-pop, and it might bring other people to K-pop, like, She'd uh, be what's like, that I was here first. I was here yeah, exactly. first. Yeah, exactly. I was just, oh, great. <laughs> now all these people are going to like it. When I was, like, over here, I'm like, calm down. Calm down. You didn't own K-pop. Hold on. <laughs> somebody, somebody introduced you to K-pop, and eventually you discovered it, so it didn't stop with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's funny because uh, J- Joe discovered that firsthand. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and we really didn't do much except walk around the show floor. Um, I did get beat, beat my brother at a competition at the 5-Hour Energy Booth. You kind of do like the hand pedal thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I beat him at that. I got some some nice uh, prints, but nothing really nothing really wowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do have some pictures. I'll post that up of uh, yeah, see, Joe Joe liked her. He he. Uh, she won him over. Um, of uh, the VR set. Um, what the name of the company? I think it's a uh, M Legion. Mm-hmm. They're trying to work in some VR stuff. Mm-hmm. So they had like a little booth set up. So my brother tried it. My friend Julia tried it. Um, kind of like an interactive story, I guess. Uh, I, I really didn't get much of the background about it, but it was kind of cool. Like they're just testing it up. Uh, no, Joe. Anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, I really didn't test it out much. My brother admitted it, it, the guy told them um, it was already kind of buggy and they know they have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. But just the fact, it, I got some good pictures of them testing it out. I think it was kind of fun. Um how does it compare to all the other um, VR stuff? Oh, oh no, it was it was Oculus. Um, not not uh, Oculus Go. What's the one, the, the one that came out after the, the developer? The Riff. Oculus yeah. Riff. It, they were just using that as a hardware, and then oh, they were okay. just developing the story itself. Oh, so okay, it was that's really, cool. So it's a it's a a story experience. Yeah, exactly. In, it's, it's just, in VR. It, okay, that's really right. cool. Yeah, so it's a kind of think of an escape room but VR. Oh, okay. So they're walking around the yeah. room looking for clues, trying to get out, trying to like piece together a story. Yeah, I, I kind of like that because uh, one of the games I played on the Rift is called, um, I forgot what it was called, but it's like a spy one where you have to figure out clues and try to escape. So yeah, it's kind of like an escape room. I, I, I like those. Those are really good. Yeah. Um, oh, Scum and Villain and Cantina was there. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, they, ha- they had a little booth set up. They're uh, serving drinks. Uh, Josiah's Double Fisted. <laughs> Uh, the the drinks were they're expensive, but from what I tasted, they did not cheat them on the alcohol, so it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, I really can't think of anything else that stood out to me. We we're kind of just wandering the booths, checking out the merchandise. So basically, all you guys did at uh, LA Comic Con is walk around just to embrace the the whole culture that was that was there and all the little shops and 
uh, little boutiques and everything. Yeah, I, I just wanted to see what, what it was like. So yeah, um, was there I, any panels or anything that was there? Uh, there were some panels, none that really interested me. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's funny, there was one, and I'm I should probably phrase this as best as I can. Um, so we've gone to a lot of conventions. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a lot of cosplay. Yep. Some girls dress more provocatively than others. Yeah, that's a given. And and some geeks that are not very socially conscious or perverted <laughs> might do stupid things. Yeah. So, ooh, Jesus Christ, the Steelers beat them. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I just got a notification <laughs> on my phone. I saw the, the, the live score. Congrats, I know, but that, that turning, totally sure went the score. wrong way when you were like, oh, yeah, so they were all perverted. Ooh. <laughs> speaking of perverted uh, anyway sorry um yeah they're all like some guys don't have the best etiquette when it comes mm-hmm. to women dressing up like that so they had a panel called uh cosplay implied consent <laughs> and uh, they were pretty much were talking about like you know pretty much because uh because a woman is dressed that way does not mean you're allowed to uh, touch her or assume you can take a picture of her without asking or stuff like that you know just yeah usually don't the be girls that are are cosplaying as those characters are mainly most of the time i'd say probably 80 percent of the time they're trying to idolize that character and they're they want to express themselves for being that character yeah idolize it or they're trying to build their brand if they're if they're professional cosplayers mm-hmm. uh, which is a thing mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah, the friend build- who who's a professional cosplayer. Yeah, which I didn't I didn't know there was a thing until somewhat recently, which I'm kind of mm-hmm. ashamed about. Yeah, which I'll um, probably talk about in the BlizzCon section. Okay. Oh, that's true. Okay. Um. So yeah, and I told Joe, I was telling Joe about. It, I'm like, I get what they're doing, and I agree with with what they're saying, but I'm not going to go to a convention to go there. It's like going to it's like be, volunteering to go to an HR meeting to get lectured. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, eh. but yeah, they, they did have a, a, a main uh, stage where they had a, a different panel, like more panels coming up. But it's it, kind of like a hall H. No, I'm saying in, in the main of the uh, main floor, main show oh, floor. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, I think I think we were walking by. There were the people from um, Arrow. One of the girls from from Arrow, Cassidy mm-hmm. or Kate Cassidy, if it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it was fun. Um, I, next time I'll, I'll definitely try to do multiple days and try to show up for the panels, but it was a mm-hmm. good, uh, good, good testing the waters. Okay, cool. All right. So let's finally get into our show. Yeah. So, news <laughs> that section. That is a show. We're, we're in the news section right now. We're in yeah. the news All right, Anton. Uh, BlizzCon. Nothing really major. I mean, we were hyped up because it is local thing. We're both uh, Blizzard fans, mm-hmm. um, and you've I, moved I think... cl- a lot closer to uh, Blizzard. No, it was work. only well. I'm technically the same distance. Only this time, the office I was in, I I faced their office. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other the other one, Matt, it's like this. Uh, the office I'm in now, or was in now, was uh, right in front of it. The office I. I'm usually at is to the side of that building, so I don't get to face him. Uh, okay. But same same distance, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna say we're both Blizzard fans. You're World of Warcraft, I like Overwatch. Um, I play Hearthstone, so we kind of they 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 kind of serve us in many many service us in many ways. Yeah. Nothing really big came out of BlizzCon except a few characters that got released. Um, it was some league play, and there was one thing that I did not expect. 
but apparently, uh, uh, BlizzCon announced that Bungie is going to release Destiny 2 for free until mid-November. Oh, I'm guessing that's for the holidays. Uh, yeah, so, so until November 8th, you can go to Blizzard Battle.net and get yeah. and download the base uh, game of Destiny 2. Yeah, I'm guessing Alan, they're gonna try to pull a the DLC. Get a PC, Alan. No, I'm guessing they're trying to pl- the push the DLC. They 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 are like, okay, we made the money we're gonna make from the hard copy of the game. Let's just give it out now and then try to make more money from the DLC of those. Yeah, people. but that's what they they usually do for the Xbox uh, or PlayStation version of Destiny. Also, too, they they let people play uh, for free during those during the holiday time, so then they can get people to buy their content and start playing it too. Yeah, so, but usually they don't do it until a year after. Well, it's, yeah, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but other than that, I mean, those new characters for. Uh, Warcraft 3, new character for Overwatch. So uh, I don't think yeah, any, so, anything relevant. <laughs> yeah, so for, for, for me, uh, I was pretty excited that they are remastering the Warcraft 3 series with new graphics. So uh, it, it looks a lot better. Uh, if you have a chance, you should check it out. It looks amazing uh, what they were able to do with it. It looks like they were using the, the Overwatch engine for it. Mm-hmm. So you see a lot of the skins are, are more like uh, more... I don't know how to say it, like kind of Pixar-y, how okay. it's all smooth and refined. Okay, so better rendered? Yeah, better rendered. And then also, I think there was a Diablo uh, announcement. I think they announced it for the mobile, and they got booed for that's the only thing that they unveiled for Diablo. What was it they booed? Because I, I was seeing that, that that Blizzard was denying that they were thinking about canceling the Diablo announcement. No, no, because uh, everybody was like thinking that there's going to be something new about Diablo, which uh, there uh, there is. And the new thing was to have Diablo on the, the, the mobile devices for everybody to play. So it's called Diablo Immortal. And it's a game that everybody could play. Uh, but the only problem was people were looking forward to Diablo 4. Oh yeah, because well, that, that see that's that's on them though. That's not on Blizzard. That's on them. Yeah, so I think the thing that really fucked up the whole entire vibe for the developers that were on stage was that during the uh, Q and A, some guy went up there and said, "Hey, I know it's not in season right now, but is this an out of season April Fool's joke?" That's not how it works. <laughs> yeah so and then and then the developers like uh you know and then everybody starts boo like like saying okay. yeah boo see <laughs> like, okay this is at the developers this is what I get, yeah this is why i get mad though like some, usually i blame usually some movie companies that get that i would blame for announcing it was gonna get released 2019 and then they have to push it back for one reason or another to later in the year or to the next year which that's on the the film company for announcing and promising it. But in this case, Blizzard never promised that they were going to release anything. It was more the anticipation of the fans. Yeah, but a lot of these guys are <coughs> hardcore PC gamers that are sitting in that room because they came to that panel hoping that they're going to be like at least like a downloadable uh, content that they can continue playing or at least, you know, something that is going to be on them. the PC. But this is all mobile device. So... Yeah, but anyways, from what they have said um, behind the scenes is that they were going to announce something with Diablo 4. They had like a little teaser that they wanted to show everybody, because, but because of that 
whole booing situation, they had to cut it short. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I'm i with Blizzard on this one. That's ridiculous. Yeah. No. Darn all right, so nerds. anyways, yeah, that's that's pretty much all the crazy stuff that happened at BlizzCon. Uh, oh, yeah, my friend, she didn't um, cosplay this year because she's been doing it for such a long time for the past couple of years. So this is the first year where she actually got to go around and look at things and actually be one of the people that is part of the crowd. Uh, her name is uh, Honey Boba. Uh, she does Honey Boba co- uh, cosplay. So if you ever chan- have a chance, you should check her out. She was actually on the uh, the catalog this year uh, for uh, BlizzCon cosplay. So um, if you have a chance, you can check it out. It's a picture of her holding up the the catalog with her picture in it. And I think that's pretty awesome. Oh. Oh, you told me about her. I don't want to mm-hmm. say what you told me, but I think you told me about the situation. Yeah, I told you about okay. the situation, but okay. she, she she's awesome. Uh, she okay. she does really amazing things, and I'm really happy for her to to be in that type of community. But anyways, that's uh, that's all I have about BlizzCon. So I don't know if you yeah. want to move on. Yeah, let's go to uh, drone killers. So drone killers. One thing I hate about uh, the, the, like anticipated movies is the. The paparazzi that kind of spoil movies. They either spoil actors or characters are going to be into the movie, or they try. You know, the people, the, the paparazzi are using drones to fly over uh, film sets to the point where which say, is totally like, illegal. <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah. But it's really hard to stop them short of trying to shoot them down or something. Mm-hmm. Which is why <clears throat> uh, several film studios have turned to law enforcement to deploy what are called drone killers. They're pretty much little hacking drones that fly up. Once they lock onto the signal for that other drone, they, the police department or whatever has control over the drone and can land it safely. Mm. So mm-hmm. originally, the, originally these were designed for like areas where there's an emergency. So say there's a, a wildfire like in California that they need to have those planes dropping the fire retardant or they need to have a helicopter support something. They need vehicle, air vehicles up in the air. They can't have drones flying around, possibly hitting one of the the planes or helicopters by accident. Yeah, usually nowadays, like whoever has these type of drones, they have to register for their FAA license. And it's Mm -hmm. it's I think it's like ten dollars a year or something. I can't remember exactly. But uh, after you get your license number, you have to engrave this number onto the the vessel itself. And the thing is that. You have to go through all of these things in order to get the license. You have to read, you know, um, specifics. And whenever you fly these things, they give you like all of these uh, requirements, and they they let you know which is a no fly zone, and uh, they give you like um, specific things to, you know, abide the law. It's like so. getting a driver's license for a drone. Exactly. Okay, so two things. One, people are stupid and aholes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is. I thought that was optional up to a certain drone, like vehicle size. No, it's it's. Is it's, it mandatory now? Yeah, it's mandatory now because okay. a lot of people are abusing it, and especially in New York, they got to a point where they don't allow any of these anymore. Mm. Well, in New York, that makes sense. Well, New yeah. York State or New York City? New York. Uh, well, I, I think it's statewide. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, I, I'm happy they deploy these, so I'm hoping that you know. Star Wars spoilers, or we won't hear about a number like a plane dropping fire retardant being hit by one of these things. So 
I'm glad this technology is out there. I'm just waiting for somebody to use it against us somehow. Yeah, I, I know they do it a lot for Game of Thrones, but then they usually shoot multiple sets that are not even in the show, but they do it anyways. And even the casting gets yeah. in the show, but it's not. Yeah, but see, even then, that's a waste mm-hmm. of production money, though. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, so we kind of skipped over one thing that you were going to talk about. Disney announced what their streaming service. Oh yeah, Disney. This is fresh right off the press too. Disney just uh, <coughs> announced that they are uh, releasing the official name for their new streaming service, and it's going to be called Disney Plus. And this Ooh. is going to be the streaming service that is going to replace a lot of the stuff. Actually, no, taking a lot of the stuff out of Netflix and putting it onto this platform. So we're going to be seeing Disney stuff, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, National Geographic, just to name a few. So those are going to be the main things that are going to be on, on the Disney Plus channel. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and we're kind of running long. So mm-hmm. are you fine with us skipping TV and going straight to movies? Uh, Sure. Okay. Uh, What about Stranger Things? Do you want to go into that or do you want to save that? Uh, Sure. I'll just go through it real quick. You know, Stranger Things Day was a couple of days ago, and uh, they did a whole thing at Universal Studios um, in Orlando. I think they also did it in California, too, in Hollywood, is that they uh, saved the haunted houses from the Hollywood Horror Nights, and they opened it up for Stranger Things Day, where you can pretty much go through the haunted house and I was able to check it out on uh, Halloween Horror Nights. And, dude, it is so cool. Very detailed. Some of the actors uh, or some of the characters from the shows in in the whole entire maze. And it, it's amazing. Like, there are moments where I'm like, wow, they did such a good job with this. Demogorgons are really scary. Um, yeah, <laughs> Demogorgons show- are just the sunflower, the sunflowers of monsters. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, but it, it, when you have someone in, like, yeah, it, it's pretty creepy, dude. Yeah. If you see someone, you know, in, in like, it looks like you're a, a naked person running around. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what they remind me of? Remember yeah. that episode of The Fresh Prince when uh, Will Smith had to uh, had to do a school play with the kids? So he dressed up as a giant sunflower? That's what they remind me of. <laughs> Just yeah. a, unit- a unitard with a sunflower head. I bet you that's probably the inspiration where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you we know- call this sunflower scary dude? Uh, let's call him a Demogorgon. So it's been a while since we dipped into movies. Since we last talked about it, Bohemian Rhapsody is released. That is number one right now with a whopping 65.6 million. Mm-hmm. A Star is Born, which we kind of touched on last episode mm-hmm. with uh, 169 million. Mm-hmm. And third place, surprise, not, it's not uh, Venom. It's The Nutcrapper. <laughs> <laughs> the Nutcrapper. I can't talk my Invisalign, sorry. <laughs> The Nutcracker, <laughs> the Four Rubs, Disney's The Nutcracker. I, I swear this is water. I swear. And number four, just because it's appropriate, nobody's fool. I don't know what it's about. I just, I just saw the word fool, and I thought it was appropriate here. <clears throat> uh, oh, I so think that's the Tiffany Haddish movie. Oh no, uh, I'm not a fan of her. Uh, she's like a female. Oh, what's her? Oh, what the hell's his name? Kevin Hart. No, uh, the guy that was on Thirty Rock. Oh, just, Tracy he, Morgan. 
Tracy Morgan. Like a, she's like a female Tracy Morgan. She's just yelling. Well, they're in a show with each other, I think. Good. They yeah. just yell at each other the whole time. They're just, <laughs> look how loud I talk, therefore I am funny. <laughs> I don't know what accent that was. <laughs> All right, I thought. So I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody, but I heard the story is not 100% accurate, but it's still good for just the, the, the fun of singing Queen songs in the theater. Yeah, from what I hear from a lot of people is uh, people who actually knew him watched the movie and they said it did remind themselves of how he is. Of his, so the of his portrayal is good. It's a, it's a, what was it called? It, they called it a whitewashed version of him. So it's very watered down. So because he was a, it's a bit of a partier. He was a bit no. of a crazy oh, yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. So it's PG thirteen. They didn't capture everything. No. Isn't the rule with like PG thirteen? They throwing down and drop the f bomb once. <laughs> I think Pretty a couple sure he, times now, you're allowed to do a couple more times. Either way, not enough for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, I, I would definitely want to see it just for the sake of being able to listen to Queen songs again. Like, yeah, I, I, I think that was probably one of the reasons why Sasha Baron Cohen wanted to do a whole lot with it, but he wasn't able to do what he wanted to do with the movie. So that's why he left. Uh, <laughs> so the, the sad the sad story I heard was uh, then when... Uh, when Sasha was doing like the research behind the character, talking to the uh, living members of Queen, to kind of like, okay, well, tell me more about about Freddie Mercury. Um, this is the script we're gonna do. Blah blah. Kind of gave him background of the movie, and he, they go, well, that's only half the story. Queen went on after after Freddie died, and they're like, did they? <laughs> like, uh, apparently, Queen refuses to believe that Queen ended when when uh, Freddie Mercury left us. Yeah. I'm like, dude, like, he, like he was the, the when the front man of the band dies, that's it for the band. Yeah, it's hard so, to say. I yeah, mean, if you had other singers in there, then yeah, you can still go on as a whole band. But yeah, it's it's hard to replace the same sound of that band. I mean, look at Linkin Park. All the guys are still cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big like Chester fan, but like the band's not the same without him. You can't replace him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's one thing. I'm like, ah. Eh. Poor Queen. But yeah, I still want to see it. Uh, the Nutcracker and the Four Realms. I've never really been a fan of, fan of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Nutcracker. <laughs> the Nutcracker, yeah. That's, that's the episode title. <laughs> oh, I'm never going to live that one down. Um, I've never been a fan of the story. It's always been described as a, a, a child's fever dream. <laughs> and apparently this kind of reimagined version of that story, I... Mm, it didn't really appeal to me. Although I will say one thing, because on my way to work, um, when I drive by Peltera, they have that giant uh, screen, like advertising screen. Order. Yeah. The marquee. poster. Yeah, the marquee. The poster for the for the movie, I realized that the the girl playing the main character, she looks a little bit like uh, Kristen Keurig from Smallville. At least in the poster. In, in, the, in the other picture I've seen, she doesn't look like her. She's the little girl from Twilight. The daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the last movie, yeah. I've heard that. I'm seeing, I, I, I feel the first Twilight I stopped watching. I try to give it a chance. <laughs> yeah. That was like, oh, that whole buildup was just for like 10 seconds, really? Or yeah. a minute, a minute of fighting? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyways, uh, what is this about Captain Marvel and the, the time frame for it? All right. <clears throat> so there's been some more advertising coming out for Captain Marvel, which, by the way, we we're allegedly uh, we're allegedly gonna get a trailer for Infinity War before mm-hmm. the end of the year. We're thinking Christmas yep. time. 
Anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're releasing more more marketing for Captain Marvel in one of the posters that they're showing, uh, you know, voting posters in the background. You know, rock the vote, blah, blah, blah. So people are trying to use that to decipher what time frame this takes place in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the leading theory is uh, the rock the vote was, was a campaign started by MTV in 91. Oh, crap. Okay. And also there was a concert reference on a Saturday, I forget what the date was. Um, which also lined up to 91. Interesting. But, but that date is also, like, say it's September 24th or whatever. Mm-hmm. Saturday, September 24th, that date is also accurate for 1996, mm-hmm. which makes more sense for uh, a, a, a election because 96 was a campaign year. So that's people are really thinking, crazy. So, that, so we might be looking at the mid 90s for uh, Captain Marvel, which is perfect because okay. it's right after grunge. Uh-huh. Uh, so l- l- let me let me guess. I think we're gonna see a lot of pop culture references from the '90s because of oh, this definitely, part. yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's it, it's the '90s was. I mean, you had TGIF on ABC. You had all these like sitcoms that were like the heyday sitcoms. Uh, boy bands Those were the like, golden days. Yeah, boy bands were coming to play now after grunge. It's funny we went from a really dark phase to a very poppy phase. <laughs> All right, so that's pretty much it, right? That that was all that was uh, people were skeptical about the, the whole thing? on Not skeptical, but theorizing, which I'm like, yeah. again, I don't usually like to cover rumors, but this one that cheers me up a little bit, they're like, okay, we're getting an idea of what kind of music we might get. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, and also you might have heard that there's going to be another Deadpool movie coming up before the end of the year. Uh, Once Upon a Deadpool, I have Is that gone... an animated one? No. So I've gone back and forth on this because... It's going to be a PG-13 re-edit of the one that came out during the summer. So that's what concerned me, because I'm like, what makes Deadpool Deadpool is the cursing, the violence, mm-hmm. the smart-ass remarks. Mm-hmm. So they're still like, okay, well, if they chopped it out, what are they going to leave it with? Apparently, they do. They did do some reshoots uh, with Ryan Reynolds. It was only shot in one day, so like, how much film can they, can they have added, and how much are they going to chop out? Does it make sense? So the theory right now is that it's going to be, you know, Uncle Deadpool telling you a Christmas story, and he's going to pretty much tell you the story of the movie that came out during the summer. Interesting. He'd be like, oh, so this is when I gathered, this is when I was sent to prison. And in prison, me and my friend, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, when a violent part happens, he's probably going to cut away to him going, don't worry about that part, kids. Uncle Deadpool had to take care of some, take care <laughs> so of the So it's kind of like a, a, a riff draft a version of this movie, but in a sense of... Deadpool uh, editing him, editing himself. Yeah, like how yeah. I met your mother. Yes, like exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. You know, like it's exactly how I met your mother because even uh, uh, Ted Mosby would like when a sexual part happened, he'd be like, "Or no, when when they're smoking weed, they're talking about eating sandwiches." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. yeah. So yeah, so uh, that kind of gives me hope, and also a dollar. Uh, of each ticket sold will go to a charitable donation but at the request of Ryan Reynolds. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, that was like part of his very contract cool. that for mm-hmm. for signing the deal with uh with Disney for this one. Okay. Cool. All right. All right, Anthony. So, what the heck is mid 90s? Okay, so mid 90s, well, you guessed it if you can. Uh it's about the mid 90s and it's a movie that Jonah Hill uh wrote and directed and it's very, very interesting because going into the movie, I mean, I saw what it was about. It's about a little kid going through uh, his childhood 
trying to fit in in Southern California. And you remember our skater days back in the days? Oh, I heard about this. Okay, now it's yeah. Really cool. So basically, in the mid '90s, a lot of skaters were posers. A lot of skaters hung out at skate parks, uh, and that was pretty much the life in Southern California. Like, if you wanted to be cool, you would have to be one of these cool kids that learn how to skate. And that's what this kid was trying to do. Like, he, he had an older brother, but his older brother's uh, a lot older than he is. Big age gap. So they didn't really get along. So that's pretty much the premise is that he's trying to fit in with the rest of the cool kids that are in, you know, the local rural areas. Yeah. So I I, I saw it, dude. It's it's a really fun movie. I mean, it it really takes you back. It's out or the trailer's out? Uh, It's out right now. Uh, It's been out for the past couple of weeks. I mean, it's. It's more of an independent movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we, we might hear buzz about it if you submit it to uh, film festivals or something. Yeah. Uh, it's been out at film festivals for a while. Oh, so damn. this is the wide release for it. Um, no, but we, yeah. Because like, we grew up in an era. So we, we, mm-hmm. I, I tried the skating thing. I fell on my ass. And you know how to say get back on the horse? Uh, mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> One bruised yeah. tailbone is enough for me. Thank you very much. Yeah, his his uh directorial debut. I think he did a really good job with this movie. Like I I I really had a lot of uh, moments where I'm like, oh yeah, I remember I was that type of kid who you know would get hurt on the skateboard you, and stuff. You were the you were the type of kid that had the free skates. That was later on. That was that okay. Was way after. <laughs> yeah, but back then it was it was that and then and and then scooters and all that stuff. But anyways, this movie when I when I started watching it, I was like, oh damn it. I need to go tell the the box office to give me my money back because to the sides of the screen is cut off. Oh my god! Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and I guess the the size is done celebrating because he's back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that movie was uh, in the square aspect ratio. Okay, well that's mm-hmm. a little retro, but I guess it's appropriate for the nineties. Yeah, very appropriate. But anyways, uh, it's a fun movie to watch. If you ever get a chance to watch it, I highly recommend it. I'll try. All right, Tom. So I am very, very jealous of you right now because you got to see a movie that I've been hyped about since I saw, well, since I read the description of it, we mm-hmm. talked about it back in the summer, and then I saw the trailer before Venom, I would believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell me about Overlord. What'd you think? Okay, so Overlord, I thought it was going to be something that is going to be a, a Cloverfield movie, like I've said in the past in multiple episodes. Uh, it's good. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, it, the movie's just freaking awesome. Like, it's one of those movies once in a while where it, it's it's a uh, kind of like, you know, low on the radar. But when you watch it, you're like, holy crap, are you guys watching the same movie I'm watching right now? Because this it is almo- freaking awesome. The premise almost looks like it would be like a sci-fi original movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it that starts out like that. It starts out exactly. Even the title screen uh calls out to you saying hey this is a movie this is a classic (laughs) (laughs) like you know a lot of those old movies at the very beginning of the movie they have this like uh, title screen that uh has this like flush uh movement for the title that goes across the screen and this is a title of the movie yeah like the old school like uh it's a white 60s yeah 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 that's that's how it starts and i'm like oh shit this is cool like this is gonna like, get real, yeah. Like it came from the Black Lagoon type of thing, whatever. 
Yeah, so from the trailers, it reminded me of the Lost uh, pilot episode where the plane crashes and all that stuff. Okay. But then when you watch the movie, that's what I was expecting what it was. But then it didn't do that for me. So I'm really happy that it didn't do that. Because I didn't okay. want to watch Lost again. Because, I mean, I've seen that multiple times. In different iterations, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so th- is this more suspense, sci-fi, gory? What, what would you follow? It's it's a little bit of a combination of everything. Because I, I know that a lot of people are expecting to see a whole lot more now. Because they already know the whole genre. So, I mean, you have to have a, a mixture of everything. And I think this is one of those. But it felt a lot more of Wolfenstein. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so for those that did not listen to those episodes, I'm a huge fan of Castle Wolfenstein. Yeah. So do anything, any, any game related to World War II where you're killing Nazis and then you throw in aliens and monsters into the mix or the occult, I'm in. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kill and- some superpowered Nazis. Yeah, and I, I would always think that, you know, it's zombies, but it's not. Because even though they shoot, like, these guys' heads and everything, they're still alive. Even when we were playing the video game, you shoot them in the head and they wouldn't die. No, and it's funny because uh, we were playing Return of Castle Wolfenstein um, on the, I, I think Xbox. the original Xbox. The original Xbox, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they even brought back mummies. There was an escap- there's an there's a, there's a, a level where... You're going through like an excavation site, and they're bringing back mummies. This led to one of my brother's favorite moments of the game, where he was trying to—he was almost out of ammo, so he only had his sniper sniper rifle left. Mm-hmm. So he's just kind of picking off like mu- one mummy at a time. Like, okay, all right, there's three more left. He's about to pick one off, <laughs> and then as he takes a shot, another mo- mummy kind of wanders in front of him and takes a shot, takes gets shot in the head, dude. That's basically what this movie felt like throughout the whole entire like action scenes. It felt like a freaking video game. No, no, but it's funny because when that when that my brother shot the other mummy, that when the other mummy walked across his scope by accident, mm-hmm. my my brother just turned to me going, "Was I targeting like the president mummy, or why did that mummy just take a take a bullet for the other one?" <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, dude. But uh, okay, so you pumped me up. You confirmed my suspicion. Yeah, you're I you're really gonna freaking to... love it. Whoever goes to watch this movie, you're gonna freaking love this movie, and you're gonna be like, "How is this movie not hyped as okay. I am right now watching this?" <laughs> so I I'm I I need to sign up for a list, mm-hmm. um, especially because I got an email promotion today saying like lock in the price for twelve months of nineteen ninety nine. Oh yeah, it's going up price for California. Yeah. So the seventh, mm-hmm. I think you have until the end of. November or end of December? I think end of December mm-hmm. uh, to lock in the price for 12 months. So I might do that. And if I do that, I'll watch Overlord. Hopefully my brother want to go watch or something. Yeah. Uh, All right, I know we're running uh, really low on time. How much time do we have left? Uh, I don't know. I think probably five minutes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go uh, real quick with one more news. Uh, hold uh, on. Uh, the- before we move on, out of okay. scale, scale of one to five for overlord uh i'm gonna do like 4.8 dude it's it's good wow okay yeah right. it's really good you bastard i'm getting itchy just trying to get just jonesing for that movie now. <laughs> all right all right go for all it right. sorry so uh, okay okay so jj abrams is uh shopping around for different studios right now to do a 10-year contract of doing whatever the fuck he wants oh i heard about this yeah and uh he, he's trying to do what steven spielberg did where 
he signed a contract and then he just did whatever he wanted to do, which he did amazing things like a minority report, uh, catch me if you can, uh, and a bunch of other good ones too. I can't really think on top of my head right now, but, uh, much one he, thing he, I didn't really like is war of the worlds, but whatever, uh, AI, right. he, whatever. But so he, he know. just wants a, a, a studio to tell him, yeah, you can just come to our studio, do whatever you want. This is your workshop. Kind yeah. Of thing. And uh, whatever uh, money he needed, he can get the funny. That's what yeah, he's asking I, for. Yeah, I heard about that. I I didn't really understand it because the headline was just J.J. Uh, Abrams shopping shopping around for a big deal with studios mm-hmm. to include movie, television, video games, theme park. I'm like, yeah, he's building a theme park. What's he doing here? Like, it didn't it didn't give any details. So okay, yeah, he's looking for a blank check. That's what he's looking for. Because <laughs> uh, he, he's he's growing age. Yeah. And it's getting to a point where he has a lot of ideas and the only way to really expand all of it is if he has full power to do it. He probably has a similar mind to Elon Musk because mm-hmm. uh, on the Joe Rogan podcast, Elon described um, that his mind never stopped working. It, it, mm-hmm. It's like a, what, what Joe, Joe said he was jealous that his mind was like coming up with these ideas and Elon said it's more of a curse. Because he doesn't stop, like like he can't lay down at night and relax. His mind is always going. So ADD. I can only imagine, kind of. So I can only imagine that like JJ has is similar with his ideas. Oh, uh, what the heck? Okay, well, video stream ended. Didn't even give me a countdown. Yeah, I knew we were out of time on that one. So yeah, well, I uh, uh, but I didn't know how it counted with the whole delay in streaming. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Uh, so you wanna wrap it up? Sure, that's uh, pretty much it. Uh, I'm just excited to see which studio locks on with him. All right, Anton. So if people want to support us doing whatever projects we want, how can they do that? They can do that by going to our website at www.the2oc.com and, uh, you know, buy some stickers or T-shirts on our show. Uh, Or not show, store. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm not the only one that's out of it. Yep. Uh, And other than that, you can click on anywhere on our website that has you know show notes about something that we talked about on the show click on those and it gives us a little kickback when you purchase something from amazon either that or click the banner it does that too all right and people can also subscribe to us on well i mentioned this earlier but uh they can start on oh my god see how out of it i am people uh, can, can follow us that. and people can follow us on social media at the 2oc on twitter instagram and facebook or you can send us an email to mail at the 2oc.com. I uh, think that's it for that part. I don't remember what I usually say. Oh, uh, and if you haven't subscribed to us already, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, whatever your podcast, whatever podcast you like to listen on, and don't forget to give us a thumbs up, five stars, whatever the rating system is. All right, I think I nailed it, Anton. See, flawless. Flawless. No, no editing required. <laughs> All right, Anton. Uh, anything else that I missed? Uh, no, I think that's it. All right. For the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Wong. Have a good one.